most international sports and entertainment news right here on GTR. GTR. Good morning and welcome to the Daybreak News on Ghana Talks Radio. Coming up this morning, Osechi Mensabonsu steps down as majority leader. MPs, not independent of their political parties, Ayarika backs Bagbin, go to court if you disagree with the decision to appoint Koko's leader, says Bagbin. And in other stories, Parliament ready to pass anti-LGBTQ plus bill. This business, sports and showbiz, is coming in this morning's bulletin. The news will be read by Awin Temi Akansukum. Now, let's settle for the details. Majority leader Osechi Mensabonsu has voluntarily resigned from his role with immediate effect, a decision revealed at a crucial meeting of the majority group Wednesday evening. The meeting, held at the Jubilee House's banquet hall in Accra, was heavily guarded and conveyed by President Nana Edidankwa Ekofuado. The gathering, attended by the majority of the group's members, was called amidst escalating tension within the new patriotic party parliamentary group. These tensions arose following reports of plans to replace Chairman Sabonsu with Alexander Afenyomakin, fueling internal discord. Chairman Sabonsu's decision to step down marks a pivotal moment in Ghanaian parliamentary politics. It opens up the way for the party and caucus to formalize the leadership changes that were being contemplated. This move is seen as an effort to restore harmony and direction within the MPP's parliamentary faction. Justin Kodia, the party general secretary, is reportedly authorized to formally announce these changes within the next 24 hours. The announcement is expected to bring clarity to the leadership structure of the majority group and set the stage for a new phase of governance in parliament. This leadership change comes in the wake of the Speaker of Parliament, Alban S.K. Bagwin's ruling, emphasizing the role of political parties in the selection of parliamentary leaders. Bagwin's statement, made under the authority to interpret the standing orders of parliament, highlighted that caucus members cannot independently determine leadership positions, underscoring the integral role of party mechanisms in such decisions. The shakeup aligns with the recent legal discussions surrounding the MPP's leadership restructuring. The debate hinges on reconciling the NPP constitution with the revised standing orders of parliament, particularly concerning the selection of the majority caucus leadership. This legal quandary spotlighted the conflict between the standing orders, which delegates leadership selection to the majority caucus, and the NPP constitution, which empowers the National Council in such matters. Now, in a related development, the Member of Parliament for Boko Central, Mahama Ayarga, believes it is wrong for MPs to consider themselves entirely autonomous from their political parties within Parliament. Ayarga highlighted the crucial role political parties play in guiding and influencing the selection of parliamentary leaders. 
this statement comes amid a controversy within the majority caucus regarding a speculated leadership reshuffle. The Speaker of Parliament, Alban Bagwing, clarified during Wednesday's parliamentary session that the majority caucus cannot independently appoint its leadership without the involvement of their political parties. Bagwing stressed the necessity of the political party's role in guiding and influencing the selection of majority leaders. In an interview with the media, Ayaroga reiterated Bagwin's stance. He emphasized the need for MPs not to let the new standing orders of parliament create a false impre- impression of their independence from their political parties. Now, the Speaker of Parliament, Alban Bagbin, has urged members of Parliament who disagree with his directive on how caucus leadership should be appointed to proceed to court. Alban Bagbin, Wednesday, February 21, clarified that the majority caucus in Parliament does not have the authority to independently appoint its leaders without the involvement of the political party overseeing the process. Making the statement on the floor of Parliament, the Speaker underscored the crucial role of the political party in guiding and influencing the selection of leaders within the majority. This clarification by the Speaker comes at a time when reports indicate that the ruling party is planning to change the leaders of its majority caucus in Parliament. He insisted that the parliamentary protocol binds all MPs until a court of competent jurisdiction proves otherwise. Parliament is set to pass the controversial anti-LGBTQ plus bill after nearly three years of the bill being laid in the House. This comes after Deputy Majority Leader Alexander Afenyomarkin reduced a number of last-minute amendments he proposed. Also, his suggestion for a meeting between the flag bearer of the new patriotic party and the National Democratic Congress to seek a consensus on the bill was deemed to be a distraction and was swiftly rejected by the speaker. The anti-LGBTQ bill sponsored by eight private members of parliament led by Ningo Prom Prom constituency MP Samuel Nate George had stalled for months. The bill, which was expected to be passed last week, was blocked by Mr. Afenyomarkin, who proposed several new amendments. He argued that he was not outrightly against the principles of the bill, but supported it. However, he opposed a provision that would lead to the imprisonment of individuals accused of engaging in or promoting LGBTQ activities. The deputy majority leader stressed that the punitive action of the bill would not aid in rehabilitating the the culprits. He stressed that the cause of the matter had to do with behavioral issues, stating that when addressing such matters, imprisonment is not a viable solution as it exacerbates the situation rather than resolve it. Now, moving straight to some business this morning, the Institutes for Energy Security, IES, and the Chamber for Petroleum Consumers, COPEC, are accusing Chinese firm Centua Oil Refinery for flooding the Ghanaian fuel market with unwholesome petroleum products in contravention 
with national fuel specifications and all laid down regulations, licenses, and permits pertaining to the country's downstream petroleum market. According to the two energy think tank, the out of specification products are reported to causing damage to vehicles and machinery with key oil marketing brands struggling to find ways to dislodge these products with some compelled to shut down dispensing pumps while the regulator the national petroleum authority looks on helpless in a statement they called on the special prosecutor to investigate the activities of the Centua oil refinery leading up to unspecified and substandard petroleum product finding their way into the Ghanaian petroleum market. They continued that these worrying developments by the Centua oil refinery in pumping substandard product onto the Ghanaian market have left to continue could see a surge in malfunctioning engines, particularly in the greater Accra, Ashanti, and three northern regions, as a larger bulk of these bad products are believed to have been tracked to these regions. Again, they pointed out that the central oil refinery, as IES and COPEC have it today, has failed to collaborate with the inspection and monitoring departments of the NPA to acquire the necessary permit and develop the necessary checklist for the inspection of the refinery facility. Yet last month, the president, Nanedi Dankwa Ekufuado, jealously proceeded to commission the refinery, even as the state oil refinery is left in its ailing and distressing state. To some sports this morning, business development manager for FC Summertex 1996, Paul Anyaba, believes that for football to thrive in Ghana, the appropriate structures would have to be put in place. His comments have been necessitated by the hashtag Save Ghana Football demonstration, which saw Ghanaian football lovers hit the streets February 14, following Ghana's poor showing and exit from the just-ended Africa Cup of Nations. The protesters presented their 15-point petition to Parliament demanding a change in how football is run in the country. I think that the group only highlighted or rehashed some of the problems that industry players have been talking about. If you want to develop our football such that it becomes an industry that will generate wealth for the people in it, what we have to do is to have a sound infrastructure. And all over the world, when a sector needs an investment that is capital intensive, it is the state that comes in. That is how come it is not GPRTU or Proto who build roads in Ghana because they are into transport operation. The Save Ghana football demonstration, which was set to hit the grounds in Kumasi Friday, February 23rd, has been put on hold after a positive round of talks between the group and parliament of Ghana. Straight to some showbiz, Ghanaian social media personality Mona Faiz Montrage, popularly known as Hadja For Real, has pleaded guilty in a $2 million romance scam case. According to the United States Attorney's Office website, the socialist uh, 
pleaded guilty to one count of conspiring to receive stolen money. This charge carries a maximum sentence of five years in prison. Hajia for real also agreed to pay for feature for two million one hundred and sixty four thousand seven hundred and fifty eight point four one dollars and make restitution in the same amount the social media personality is scheduled to be sentenced by u.s district judge paul a crotty later the united states attorney for the southern district of new york damien williams announced the guilty plea attorney williams said Mona Faiz Montrage knowingly received money stolen from older Americans through Roman scams and was arrested abroad and now faces serious consequences for her action. He insisted that the Roman scam harmed vulnerable elderly victims who had to face the tough reality that their romantic connections online were fake. This office and our law enforcement partners are relentless in bringing fraudsters who target Americans to justice, no matter where they are, the attorney added. And that's how we draw cuttings on the Daybreak News on Ghana Talks Radio. Log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us, Ghana Talks Radio, on all social media platforms. You can as well download the GTR app from the App Store or Google Play to listen. The news was read by Awen Temi. I can't say thanks so much for making time. Good morning. Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. This is big. Yes. More. More. Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. This is big. This is big.